BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Have you ever found weird things in a vagina? Have you found yourself needing multiple partners to fulfill your desires? Hey guys, I'm Dr. Jacqueline Walters, a board-certified OBGYN. It is so important that we know how and when to ask the right questions, whether you're in front of your doctor or just hanging out with your good girlfriends. Now, I wanted to create Dr. Jackie's point of view because sometimes you need to just hear the unfiltered good old Dr. Jackie. I will inspire, uplift, and educate women and men on the who, what, when, and where of things we balance daily. Make sure you subscribe to Dr. Jackie's Point of View and tune in every Thursday. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I am Taylor, and I am so excited. Joining me today, she she was just on the podcast, but it was like for something very specific, and it's been like two years since we've just shot the goddamn shit about pop culture and everything that is just like delicious and true to our friendship, Stassi Schroeder. Welcome back to my podcast, bestie. Yes, but this is the thing. This one's very specific too. You. And I'm perfect for the role. I'm up for the job. This is what I was born to do. (laughs) This is it, people. Every other podcast you've heard me do before, disregard it. This one is it. (laughs) So first things first, hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Thank you. Okay. So I know. Wait, and also this is the first time I'm doing um a podcast via Zoom in two years. So I'm like, yeah. I was like, wait, how do we do this again? I'm like, do we just like FaceTime each other? <laughs> Literally, I thought we just FaceTimed, and then I'm like, wait, no. I remember there was something about using my equipment and then using two sets of headphones, headphones. and like this whole weird thing. And yeah. I remember it being the beginning of the pandemic and being like, I hate yeah. this, I hate this. Why <laughs> is the world like this? And here we are. Here yeah. we are. I have to say, Hannah Byrne and I invented this system in the, oh, really? in the midst of the pandemic. Yes. Actually, if I'm being totally honest, Hannah Burner yeah. shockingly <laughs> invented this very intelligent system. So I'll give credit where credit's yeah. due. Give it to her. Give it to her. But here we are. We're back, baby. Okay. So first things first, we need to recap your wedding. Yeah. I listened. I listened. Well, I already listened to your podcast. And then I, but I was so excited to listen to the wedding ones, obviously. And just like hear your stories too of like what you guys, you and Teddy went through and, and all, and oh my God, your first class experience, oh. Teddy experiencing that for the first time. I just, I loved it. I loved that. So, I know, but we literally did too. And I was like, it's time to get Stassi on here to talk about her wedding. My freaking wedding. My fucking wedding. And then this week has been, I mean, with the platinum Jubilee. Oh yeah. And oh yeah. I, 
I've been, I'm not, you know me, I'm not really into the royal family. I know you are. I, I obviously am. know you are. Yes. But like between Prince Louis being a total asshole in the most like goals way possible, I'm obsessed with him. I like his energy. I think like forget hot girl summer, forget like all these other TikTok blankety blank summers. It should be the summer of Louis. Oh, I want I to- that energy. Louis is my fave at this point. <laughs> Louis is my fave. But this is the thing. Uh, when I saw Louis acting a fool, just like having opinions, <laughs> like having so many opinions, I was just like, oh my God, like Kate Middleton's real. Like that was like my first, there have been Same. so many times that like Hartford has had temper tantrums yes. like in public places. And I'm like, yes. well, never showing my face here again. Like just <laughs> never going to happen. Like I can't come back. And just, just to see that like, Oh, Kate Middleton is having to go through it too. It's like, yeah, it made me just feel so much better about my life and the moments that I've had to deal with. Like it was so, so relatable. It was almost planned how relatable it was. I know. I'm like, is this a PR stunt? Did they exactly. tell Louie to do this? Because exactly. this is so likable. <laughs> Louie knew the assignment and the assignment was act like a dick face. Yes. And then, so we're going to that. But the real reason that I was like, we got to make this happen. And this week is because... Meghan Markle, you're everything. My everything. My finally queen. released pictures of her baby Lilibet. And yes. she is Hartford's twin. You guys, <laughs> I have never received more texts <laughs> and DMs and emails from people. I think more so than congratulating me on my wedding. Uh-huh. Than about how Lilibet looks like Hartford and they're shook. And I'm like, my phone was just blowing up all day long. And I was like, how, out of all of the people in the yes. world, yes, all of the people in the world to have a baby that looks like my baby, it's my queen. <laughs> it's <laughs> Meghan Markle, who I've been obsessed with for years and years and years. Like yep. I am so ride or die from for her. Like out of all of the people, yes. like what? How did that happen? I just feel like some it's like written in the stars. I'm or with like you. God or whomever is up there. Jesus, I don't know. Is just like you guys are aligned. You guys are aligned, <laughs> and I'm just gonna show you. I'm gonna just give you a little a little sign to just. Just like show you that like one day you guys might be besties. Okay, so here's I will my never number replace one question. you. I'll never that, replace you. Thank you. You know how I am. You know what, yeah. how I do. This is the like, thing about Megan. I don't think that she's like a, a, a gabber. Like, I don't think that she like likes to just like LOL all the time. Like, <laughs> I don't. So you don't, you guys would fit in two completely different friend categories. I know. You would have to keep us separated, wouldn't you? It's okay. I, I think you guys would like get along, but you would never for bond. Yeah. We would it get would along for you. For me. Yeah. Yeah. But she would be like that Taylor Strecker. Yeah. She's <sighs> like, she's a lot. <laughs> and I'd be like, I know she is, isn't she? I, give I mean, you I would permission. say, I would say whatever I needed to say. Like, I give you permission to pretend like you don't like me to your new best friend Megan, just so that you guys can get even closer. Well, I, I understand the depths of your love. I'm a good friend. I yes, am such you a are. good friend. You are. Um, okay, wait. So it is literally. I, I was shook it to my core. So. And correct me if I'm wrong, because you are the expert on all things Meghan Markle. Okay. I am. I feel like I'm an expert on Meghan Markle. Um, I'm not so much as like an expert on the royal family. I am just okay. a royal family enthusiast. Okay. So with Meghan, so she, so Lilibet is about the same age as Hartford. Um, well, this was her first 
birthday photo. So that means right. that Lilibet is five months older than Hartford. Oh, yes. younger, older, younger. Uh, I mean, younger, 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 younger. Okay. Yeah. Hartford is five months older. Okay. So, um, what was your initial reaction when you saw where were, you know, like when people are like, when major things happen, they're like, when blankety blank happened, I was, I was here, there. And oh. this is what I felt like what break. It I'll down. tell you exactly where I was. I was at home. <laughs> my mom was over. This was Monday. My mom was over because she wanted to see Hartford. And all of a sudden, I just start getting texts from people being like, shooketh, shooketh, shooketh. And I just instantly was like, oh my God, they even dress alike. I'm like, where this is, I, it was just a moment of just being like, is it, am I allowed to post this? Is that weird? Am I like stealing the shine from somebody by being like, can I post that like my baby looks like Meghan Markle? I'm like, maybe I should just like <laughs> let it breathe for like seven hours. And finally at the end of the night, I was like about to go to bed and it was like 11 o'clock and I'm like, fuck it. You know Fuck what? It. I've given Lilibet uh, about like nine hours to shine on her own. <laughs> it's I'm posting it. So I did it right before I went to bed and I just, I let it, I let it go. I had to, I had to release it to the universe. It is unbelievable. And I think so, like, I think there's a world in which like, yeah, lots of babies look like other babies. Babies are like, you know, they're round and they're chubby and they're yeah. babies. But this is, I feel like Hartford is a very unique baby. So to have any baby look I um, pretty much identical to Hartford. It's kind of wild. But to have it be your number one, yes. it was just like... It's so crazy. And honestly, insane. the black and white photo of Meghan Markle and like her friend or whatever, and she's holding Lilibet and like there are other kids in the photo. It looks so identical that Bo was like, I'm trying to see how this like isn't Hartford, that like Megan didn't take Hartford. And so I think <laughs> I should print out that photo, get that printed, cut out whoever friends are in it and be like the time <laughs> Megan met Hartford and just like frame it. Oh, you know I, what I have. Mean? I have um, this woman on my show. She's amazing. Her name's Dr. Wider. She is a great. Um, she's like bad, but like bad in a funny way. Good yeah, I'm, I'm, at, you've, you've, yeah, you've, she's been on your show since like the beginning. Forever, yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. So she is really good at Photoshopping. Well, we funny don't even shit need together. To, but guess what? I, you, I don't even need to. All I got to do, cut out the friends, cut out the friend and cut out the other kids. Sorry. Sorry, other kids. Bye. Cut them out. It's literally just a photo of Megan and Hartford, truly. And if I put it on my book, like my bookcase, <laughs> like shelves amongst all the other photos in my house, people would believe it. The so day like, that Megan met Hartford. Met Hartford. <laughs> yes. Wait, did you have an affair with Prince Harry? And is that the true father of your baby? This is here who, like, it, I, I would believe that rumor because it's, <laughs> it's insane. The, I the, can't the, wait. The fact that they look so similar is insane. Insane. Wait, I really have to also, and you're going to get mad at me for this because I know I should know, but you know my brain's Swiss cheese. But, like, when did your... How long and when did your love for Meghan Markle really blossom? Oh, right from the beginning because I loved her style. Like oh, she's so right chic. out of the gates, like I see them attend whatever sporting event they attended and she was just wearing a very simple pair of jeans with like a white button down that was like I think like the French tuck with like yeah. um I think ballet flats and just like Ray-Bans and just like a classic bag and I'm like, "Oh, my vibe. I was like, that's my vibe. And then I started stalking her being like, who the fuck is this? Cause I didn't watch suits or, or whatever. Right. And I'm like, Oh my God, I love this story. Like, I love that she's 
divorced from yep. from the United States, that yep. she is black, that like all of this, all of this, like older, all the things that were going yes. against her in terms of the royal family. Right. Like she was overcoming it. And I'm like, what a fucking queen. Like what a Cinderella story. And yep. that just made me want to root for her even more. So then I was just like, I'm in. I'm in, I'm in. And then once she was just around more, I was like, God, like the more I see, the more I like, and the more like clothes you wear, the more I become obsessed, <laughs> like, like monochrome queen also. So uh-huh. like, I just, I just feel like we're, we're, we're connected in some way. So in case you guys didn't know, let me remind everybody that when I was on tour with Stassi, we had the set and a part of the set was having like things that she loved. It was like kind of like a duplicate, a replica of her home. And there was a fucking picture, a framed yeah. picture of Meghan Markle on the set. Uh, yeah. Literally on stage, literally on stage, every single show we traveled with our set. So that Meghan Markle framed a photo traveled all around the country with us like <laughs> psycho yeah that is psycho actually when you think about it that is it's a little weird <laughs> Maria Antoinette was there too but like that makes sense and also like rest in peace Marie so it's like she doesn't even know and but like also Daenerys and Daenerys Khalees, of course Khalees, fictional she, by yes, the way fictional <laughs> right you're right I guess it is kind of creepy because it's like she tech I could technically have met her since yes. she like lived in Hollywood and right. went to all the same places and no, some people that I know know Not her. Yes. So like, I guess it's like kind of weird. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Milk Bar. I freaking love Milk Bar. Okay, if you don't know about Milk Bar, you are welcome in advance. Now here's the deal. Uh, In the last few years, we've had to cancel like all of our family friend get togethers, but not this year. We're back, baby. And it's time to party. And you can return like a hero with something delicious from Milk Bar. Milk Bar has been around since 2008, and I have been a fan for a very long time. I get my wife a birthday cake from them every year for her birthday, and it never disappoints. And here's the thing, too, with me with sweets. I'm not a crazy sweets person, okay? Kind of take it or leave it when it comes to sweets, but not Milk Bar. If there's Milk Bar around, your girl can sniff it out in a second. It is, like, the only sweet thing that I actually even, like, crave and want. And, oh, God, I lose control in a good way when Milk Bar's around. Milk Bar is the perfect gift for everybody and anybody in your life, from birthday parties to graduations to cookouts or, like, just because you want something sweet and delicious in your life. They also have so much stuff, like so many bestsellers. Good luck picking one. That's what I'm going to say to you. Everything is a slam dunk. Their signature birthday cake with unfrosted sides. Oh, and also so beautiful. They also have milk bar pie. It's made from toasted oat crust. And for a limited time, Milk Bar's offering their delicious new strawberry shortcake and cake truffles. And oh my God, you guys, recently I tried their gluten-free cake truffles, which who knew gluten-free could taste so good? And every Milk Bar creation is made fresh, then thoughtfully and beautifully packaged. So it arrives in perfect condition, ready to enjoy. And I love this. They offer fast, even overnight nationwide delivery. And right now, Milk Bar has a special limited time offer. Get $10 off any order of $50 or more when you go to milkbarstore.com slash Taylor. 
Yep, you'll get 10 bucks off any order of $50 by going to M-I-L-K-B-A-R-S-T-O-R-E.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Milkbarstore.com slash Taylor. And now, back to the podcast. Can we say that when we were in Canada, there was like a very close connection? Can we even mention that? Yeah, well, her, well, her, one of her best, one of her close friends, her husband interviewed me in Canada and yes. all I wanted to do was just be like, can we just like cut this interview and talk about Meghan Markle? <laughs> like, why, like, what are we doing right now? You, you, what are we doing? You just saw my set. You like, it's the elephant right. in the room. It's the right. elephant in the room. But no. I, I couldn't be creepy. I couldn't. <laughs> I had to just pretend like there wasn't a Meghan Markle framed photo on my set. And he's like literally there interviewing me like elephant in the room. Like you, and you did a lot of press for the tour, but I remember you were the most nervous for that because you were like, but he like knows Megan. Like he is a direct line. Yes. And then your short split right yes. before yeah. the interview. Right before I did the interview, my short split in the back. And I'm like, well, this <laughs> this wasn't what I envisioned for myself when I finally met someone who's close to Megan. But you know, it, it's I am a relatable queen too. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I think this is the beginning of the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Yes. The, tw- the twinning yeah. of the two babies. I, I just, I, I feel like it's just a matter of time. It, ha- it, has, there's it a has to mean something. Direct connect. Just don't forget the law of Pippa, okay? <laughs> the law of Pippa. <laughs> the plebeians. Um, okay, so with that being said, now... So I became a stan of Megan through you, of course. I am not really big into the royal family. You are definitely more into it than I am. But I will say this, and I don't know if you even agree with me, and I know there was kind of like Megan and Harry did the Oprah interview, and then it kind of became like, of course, we live in a world where people are very divisive, right? So it's like, well, if I'm team Megan, then I'm not team Kate. Oh, I hate that. You can like both, I, and I love right. both of them. I, okay. I really don't like the whole team Megan or team Kate or team what. You don't have to be on a team. You can like everyone. Right. You can appreciate everyone. Like that, the team thing annoys me. And I get it. But I will say this was that I was team not Kate. If I'm being, I, I can't sit here and lie because then you guys will call my ass out because they know my innermost thoughts. I've never been a big Kate Middleton person, even before Megan was even in the picture. Okay. And people always say, why? And they're like, you're Dennis of him. And I'm like, just because I don't like someone doesn't mean I'm jealous of them. Well, I mean, I'm jealous of <laughs> But I Maybe. turned my jealousy into admiration. You know, yeah, it's actually very healthy. I'm an evolved human Not being. Not me. Oh Not God. me. What? <laughs> I'm just petty, petty princess <laughs> over here. So I just, I, she's never been a cup, my cup of tea, if you will. Okay. But I will say this, and I think I finally honed in on what it was. I think she represents everything that I am not. She is poised. She is a lady. She is, um, she seems perfect. And that to me seems inauthentic and not relatable. Now I understand she's British. She's in the Royal family since she was like freaking 19. Like I understand why she's the way she is, but like I fucks with the princess Diana, a little yeah. messy, you know, a little yeah. chaotic. I like that energy. Yeah, you, okay. So like Diana can be your favorite, but that doesn't mean that you have to dislike somebody else. That's true. I just, I just never felt, I was never drawn to Kate. Okay. Yeah. Well, Kate, like, let's like, if I had to rank them in terms of people I'm drawn to, Kate wouldn't be on the top of my list, but like, I like her and I appreciate her for what she is. And I just feel like she was kind of just, she's been like trained for so long to be a certain way. 
and to fulfill a certain duty. And that's all she knows. And she does it so well that I, I just, I, it must be like a very, very difficult life you know Absolutely. to just not to to live and and to have so many rules and schedules and 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 not be able to do whatever you want to do not be able to fuck up like i know the amount of pressure to just like not fuck up is like it's insane and i just did i i just think she's handling she does everything so gracefully she is very gracious graceful i will and she she is one with grace but i will say this for the first time, how long has she been married and with Prince William and in the royal family and in the public eye? 20 years? A really say? long time. I, I don't know, I, but a long time. For the first time in you forever. For the first time in forever. <laughs> I was like, I fucks with Kate Middleton. Yeah. And it was at the Platinum Jubilee and it was the way she was trying to corral yeah. her out of control. Yes. Third baby, because the other two are so well behaved. I mean, not really. The other really? two, like Charlotte, like she fucks around she, sometimes. She naughty. She like sticks her tongue out at photographers and <laughs> grimaces and side eyes. And like, I'm very here for it. And mm-hmm. like, I think that, you know what the royal family needs? Like they need, they need to get into 2022 yes. and they need to have some relatability if they're going to like sustain the firm or whatever it is like right like you you can't like tradition is like all good and well and I value tradition and I appreciate it but you also have to like get with the times yeah and so like if you want to keep this going forever and ever if you want little George to be king one day then like you guys kind of need to start you need to start being a little more relatable like show, showing a little bit more of yourselves and and your lives in like um a way that like connects with everybody else i mean everything's all social media nowadays you can see right. anyone's life except the only people that we can't see their life is the royal family and that's they're the people that we want to see and so like, louis he came to play he knew the assignment and he was yes. like i'm gonna act insane yes. the entire jubilee and stand so next great. to grandma and just like <laughs> or great grandma and act a damn fool and he did and I loved watching Kate because you could see that she was first trying to ignore it but then it was so naughty he was hitting her and and sticking his raspberries and putting his fingers on his nose and around his ears and he was just like he was he was causing a scene and you could see her like bend down and be like stop it like she (laughs) wanted to kill him yes and I loved her for it no so did I and like imagine all of those like knowing that everyone's gonna see this the world, the, the world, world is the watching. The world is going to see this. And every, there are going to be so many people that are like tweeting, being like, you know, that's the fact that he's hitting her. That must mean that that yes. happens in the household or like that's and like, no, it doesn't. That's no. actually not what it means. Hartford hits me. And I'm like, where the fuck did that come from? I'm like, where, where you girl, you've never been hit. And all you watch is Disney movie. So where did this come from? Kids do it. It's a survival skill, you know, <laughs> like I just, just, there are some things in human beings that are just innate, right? Swallowing, swallowing, blinking, breathing, hitting, hitting. <laughs> and you just have to train them out of it. It's not socially acceptable to hit, but before they are housebroken, of course they hit, they poop their pants for crying out loud. Yeah. Like, you know, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're little beasts until yeah. 
you train them to be train them. Yeah. So yeah, I'm with you. I like, and so many people, and I think people are surprised that I'm not like jumping on the bandwagon. Like she might be a B man. Like I'm like, no, 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 no. This actually makes me fucking ride for her. Yes. And this, I feel yeah. like he, this, this doesn't mean anything about their parenting. It means that no. they are people just like us. And I, yes. I, I'm for that. I'm, I'm excited. I have to ask you though. So what would you do? Same or different than Kate, if you were up there next to the queen at the Jubilee, platinum Jubilee, they just make shit up at this point. And Hartford was doing that. What would you do? Um, uh, well, I would laugh a lot because that's yeah. what I do in public when the, when it happens. Like I, I, I have to, and because I also like don't want to match anger with her anger, anger with anger. So like I have to like force myself to be to to laugh at it and my blood just runs cold and I start sweating and I just Bo, Bo and I take turns I'd probably you know what I'd probably be like Bo handle it <laughs> uh, there are a lot of photographers Bo handle it oh, Bo handle it and laugh and I would laugh yeah I would actually I would I would throw that one to Bo when was the last tantrum that Hartford had in public uh-huh Probably Europe, but yeah, there was. There, oh wait, yeah. she was really good in Italy. I didn't no, see any tantrums. She was wonderful, but like just because a, a a kid is wonderful for like most of the trip doesn't mean there aren't those moments <laughs> where they throw themselves on the ground, the dirt, the sidewalk. Like, I I mean, outside of the Eiffel Tower, I had to change her clothes because she just threw herself on the dirt and rubbed her body all in it, screaming, crying. She was <laughs> tired. And I was just like, for real, like, I've been waiting for you to wear this outfit because it, it, it's just like so Eiffel Towery in my brain. And like now I don't have any photos of you in this outfit in front of the Eiffel Tower. Like, did you have to? There was this time in Milan where she became obsessed with street cones, you know, the orange ones. Yes. And she was literally throwing herself on the ground, holding on to it because we wouldn't, we were like, okay, it's time to say goodbye to the street cone. So like, you, <laughs> it, this isn't the vibe. And just that, that was, yeah, never going there again either. Oh, <laughs> Milan's out of the picture. Paris is off the table. Yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. You embarrassed me all over Europe. <laughs> And you'll never go back again. <laughs> oh, my God. I am so dead when I'm a parent. I am so... How do you... Like, what's the first tantrum like? Are you, like, horrified? No, I laugh. Because <laughs> I could... I, like, I remember... Every time there's a tantrum, Bo and I laugh because it's so dramatic. And it's, like, life's not that hard for you right now. <laughs> yeah, like, right? I'm like, Harvard, I understand that, like, you're you're feeling some feelings right now. But, like, <laughs> shit could be way worse. And you don't even realize it. Like, so it, it like, kind of amuses me. And it amuses Bo. Right. But, like, in public, it's it's obviously not the vibe. No, 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 it's just <laughs> not the it's no. not the vibe because everyone stares at you and just thinks you're a like, bad parent. Yeah, they think yeah. that you don't know. You're like, oh, she must not be like a, and that mothering must not come naturally to her. Like, like everyone, shut up. Like, I have to say, I I have a feeling that the only people there's two types of people that think that. The first one are people without children. They just don't know, right? They just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And the other are people who are fucking deluded frauds that forget that their child did it as well. Yeah. People with amnesia, people who have like forgotten, people who are sociopaths and tell themselves something that it isn't the truth. <laughs> yes. And people who have not experienced having or being around a kid because it doesn't take being a parent 
to have no. that opinion. It takes just like not really being exposed to to kids in order to like have that opinion. I have lots of nieces and nephews, and I also was 10 years older than, 11 years older than my brother. So I remember. I I mean, I took my nephew to the grocery store. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Never again. Yeah. Never. That's, that is like, I was like, this is the worst idea I've ever made in my entire life. And he's like five. Yeah. He was no. a monster. Even now, Hartford's not even a year and a half. And when we go to the groceries, she has to pick up and hold everything that I put into the cart. And so <laughs> things either break or rip. And I'm just like, for real, this is taking this is taking four times as long. <laughs> yes, and like, yes. just whatever. <laughs> even like we did a birthday cake for Tay's sister. Like we babysat the boys, three boys. Okay. Under the age of like seven. Yeah, that's. And that's we were like, it'd be so fun to make a cake. Hard. Not fun. Never again. <laughs> Never. Like, it was brave. You put more candles in than I did. I want to eat more frosting. I was like, enough. Everybody go to bed. I will do the cake by myself. <laughs> it was the worst idea ever. Oh, my God. I can't believe we're going to have kids. This is, like, stressing I me out. I cannot wait for you guys to have kids. I cannot wait. Nothing listen, is more humbling, right? Oh, Absolutely. And you have time to get adjusted because right. newborns are so easy, like Long. compared to like to as they grow. It's like, oh, my God, I look back at the newborn phase and I'm like, I rewatched like the whole season of Sex in the City, the whole season <laughs> of Downton Abbey. I like Outlander again, like Bridgerton four million times. Like you did the, the kid just like the, the newborns just sit there for months yeah. and like can't do anything. So like you're like, oh, this parenting thing is a braze. Um, so you get adjusted, you know, you have time yeah. to get adjusted. So it doesn't feel like it's just this overnight shock, or at least for me, it didn't. But when it hits, it but when it hits, hits. It, yeah, it hits. Yeah, I don't know what it's like to sit down anymore. Like that, oh. this right now, doing this podcast is my sitting down time. <laughs> this, like, this is now, it used to be work and now it's like a mom break. Yes, truly. Have an adult conversation for yes. like 40-ish minutes. Yes, and just being able to sit and not stand up because she's running around and I'm scared she's going to like throw herself down the stairs. You know what I mean? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> um... Okay, I want to talk about your wedding now. Okay. Let's do it. And I know I, you just, heard me and Tay like recap all our stuff. So was there anything when we were recapping that you are like, but what about this? But what about this? No, because this we was y'all's, it. because this was y'all's trip. Experience. And your experience. Right. Yeah. And Bo and I, we just finished our, like our podcast yesterday episode where we like went over the whole wedding day and night. And that oh. was like, over two hours long literally just explaining that day yeah and so like I it just felt so good to relive it and I like to like get it out there and I'm like listen I'm sorry if people don't want to listen to two hours worth of content but like I'm giving you every detail I'm going to discuss the toilet paper I fucking used every detail like I not really but you know what I'm you know what I mean so I yes I am very happy to discuss the wedding because I miss it this episode of taste of Taylor is brought to you by PhD feminine health you guys, bathing suit season is here. That means hot weather, tight swimsuits, and sweat. Yeah, which can all cause feminine odor. I know. Don't talk about sweating in my nether regions. Whatever. Let's normalize it. We're not all squirmish when we talk about our armpits needing deodorant, and this really should be no different. We have to normalize vaginas and the fact that, I don't know, sometimes they need a little assistance. 
And the best news is, is that there are plenty of ways to combat summertime vaginal odor. PhD Bork Acid Suppositories are the number one doctor-recommended brand of Bork Acid Suppositories for vaginal odor. So it's like, let's talk about it. There's an issue, there's a solution, and there's a company that is helping us get there. PhD offers trustworthy feminine care products that actually work. And let's get real. When you have feminine issues, you want a solution immediately. And PhD has you covered all across the board. So PhD Feminine Health Bork Acid Suppositories are the number one best-selling, holistic, affordable, and doctor-recommended solution for vaginal odor. And they're available at retailers nationwide. Also, they've got two amazing new products, PHD Bork Acid Sensitive Foam Wash. It's the only Bork Acid Foam Wash on the market, okay? And it's the only wash I let near my vagina. Recently, I was at my friend's and they only had like um, peppermint body wash. Oh my God, and I put it on my vagina piece and woo! She was tingling and not in a good way. I was like on my knees in pain in the shower. It was like just too intense for my sweet, sweet little cookie. Like I just, she's sensitive and she just needs the best care possible. And they also have their PhD Bork Acid Moisturizing Suppositories, which are a holistic solution for vaginal odor while moisturizing your vagina. And yes, guess what? A moist vagina is a good thing. Again, we don't get weird talking about moisturizing our skin. So why should our vaginas be any different? And both of these products are now available at Amazon and Target. And just in case you don't know, boric acid is actually a natural compound found in seawater and it's been recommended by doctors for decades as a safe holistic alternative. And like I've been saying, PHD is the number one doctor recommended brand of boric acid vaginal suppositories. PHD believes that vaginal care is crucial to your overall well-being. So right now you can go register at phdfeminineHealth.com slash win to receive a free summer gift basket, which contains lifestyle products, a retail value of over $100, hello, plus a $500 Visa gift card. So what are you waiting for? Go to PHD. F-E-M-I-N-I-N-E-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash W-I-N, PhDFeminineHealth.com slash win. And bonus, when you go to PhDFeminineHealth.com, you can get 20% off all their products right now. Just use my code Taylor. Again, that's T-A-Y-L-O-R. You're going to thank me. And now back to the podcast. So what did I say to you? I said, you might go into a little bit of a wedding post-wedding depression because it's it's just kind of natural but you guys did go right into like a very busy very fun honeymoon so and you had Hartford with you yeah so I'm sure that helped curb it yeah I don't feel like I'm we're in um a wedding slump depression we're more in um a travel slump depression right that's why you guys went to solving to solving yeah I'm like we need to do something because being here is not it right now like I need I need to go so we need to go somewhere again and just like you know when Bo and I first started dating like traveling was something that like bonded us it was something that we both we both travel the same way we like doing the same things going to the same places and and so we always made it a point to travel all the time and so the the fact that, well, Europe is our, our favorite place to go. Like it's, I mean, anywhere yeah. in Europe, I, I love going there. I'm not one of those like lay on the beach, tropical vacation people. Like, you know, that breaks my heart, right? That's because that's, that's my number one favy. I vacation. know like you in like Miami and I'm like, that's not it for me. Like I would never spend my money 
like if I, I want Miami, if I didn't like have a sloth. To. Like a fucking no. potato person. It's so bore bore. It's I bore bore. There's like nothing that bores me more than laying out. I want to oh sit my in God. a hot tub. That's my own private hot tub. So nobody can see my naked body. And I want to pee in the hot tub and drink alcohol and eat food. That's what I want to do. Miserable. That's, <laughs> that's, mis- that's misery. Well, no. I've always known this about you guys. And it made me sad because I was like, you guys are hands down. Like, we love being with you guys. It's like, it's very special to find a magical foursome couple yeah. that like want to do everything together. And everybody's totally. personality meshes with each other's. But like, I've always been like, but the only thing is we can't really do vacays because we want to do like laying about. And you guys are like, go, go, go in a city vibe. But I will say, after this wedding and this experience, I am down to travel with you guys to Europe all the time. Okay. Legit. This means everything to me. Yep. It truly does. And like when I I remember the first day in Rome, when you guys met up with us, um, like across from the Pantheon or whatever, um, you were like, I think I like Rome more than any other place place like I think like I'm already in love with this city and I'm and that just like oh did so much for my soul and just to see you guys just like get so into our travel vibe just does so much for my soul I mean we have to do it Bo and I have already discussed this like I even I've talked to like I've, I've gotten advice on how to do this but we're like we're going to spend three months out of the year in Italy, yes. no matter what, like whether that's like renting an Airbnb for three months and like I can do my, we can podcast from there. Same. We can literally do anything from there. And so Bo and I have just been talking about it every single day being like, we're so fortunate now to live in a time where like, well, we've been released from a lot of jobs that kept us right here. And we have the ability to like make a living while being someplace else so why not expose Hartford to as much of the world as possible and why not live the way that we like dream to live like that is my dream to live in Italy Tay and I, after your wedding, because Tay was going to have to be in Cannes. It ended up not happening, so she doesn't have to go back. But she was going to have to be in Cannes in June, and then we flew all the way in May. So we were like, maybe there's a world in which we just stay. We just, like, find an Airbnb. You're like, we got to know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody that has a chateau that's empty, right? Right. That's how I felt. Right? (laughs) Like, we don't want people. Should I put it out? I'm like, should I put it out on Instagram? No, we really did try to stay. No, no, no. That's like, we'll get like a murderer. We'll not in a fun way. Not in, in a, a fun scary, way. <laughs> in, an, no. in an actual murder way. Yes. But, um, you know, Chris and Zenon. Yes, obviously. Okay. They're so best friends. They were at yeah, don't my they wedding. have a chateau? So know someone with a chateau. They have a friend that has a chateau. Has a chateau. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. So we can make this happen. Um, plus they're always down to go on vacation with us. And also you guys are obsessed with you guys because they fell in love with you at our wedding. No, I but, love um, them so much. Oh, but I'm down. I am so down. No, like, I don't think you understand. Like, I know that this is the first time I'm telling you this. I mean, like we've already like consulted like the people who like we okay, let's look at our finances. Let's look at like what everything, what that would mean. Like what would the tax situation be? And I'm like, it technically three months, it's a vacation. So like it, it doesn't matter. Like it, right. it is the most doable thing. And everyone who, who we've consulted with has been like, this is the most doable thing. And if this is what you guys want, you need to just do it. And I'm like, you're going to okay. do it like this year. or you are going to do it like next year. 
2022. Uh, 2023. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We're in. I'm, I'm no, and you. it's like you don't and and I was telling I told my family about this and you know we mentioned it to like Rob and and stuff like that and Lo is like Lo is my I, I I don't know if your listeners would know I hate to call her my assistant because she does so much more than that yeah. she's like if I was the CEO of my own my own life she's like the COO exactly of like of like everything I do that's because she does so much more than like assisting assisting like that's yes. not but she's like oh no I'm down to come so I will literally will produce your podcast we'll make this happen so it's everyone's on board I'm and even people are like oh well then I'll just like come for two weeks I'm like great people yes. can come visit us for two weeks like exactly how incredible all I want to do is recreate your wedding for like like annually like on I an know. annual basis it was I have to say it was one of the most special things I've ever experienced in my entire life. And I have to say this too. I did not understand the like um, grave responsibility and like connection. And this is, and I don't mean grave in a bad way. I mean, grave in like in a, like an overwhelming in the best way possible sensation. It would be to be up there with you two officiating and marrying you two. It was what like I highly recommend people opting to use friends, relatives that they're super close to to marry them because it is one of the most special yeah. things I've ever experienced in my life. And I don't think I ever want to do it again. I just one and done. One just, and so, done. No yeah. one else asked me. No. But because I just like like I want it to be like for us. You know yeah, what I mean? No. And it, yes, I, I don't want you to officiate for somebody else. So like there's that. <laughs> um, I, I don't want someone to copy. <laughs> shocking no one shocking. no one's you taking taylor no but it's more it's it's even more special for us because we have our, our mutual best friend up there <laughs> that's witnessed like our the, our highs our lows like us at our best us at our worst like every situation like talking about our relationship and it was it, it was just like glorious even like all the inside jokes I'm like I don't care if if, if the guests don't understand this like I me know. and Bo do and that's all that matters like that's I true know. it's about me and Bo well I really went back and forth with it you know and I was so happy that I mean I was let me ask you this because I had told myself before the wedding, you're going to be so fucking prepared that the day of the wedding, you can just be in it with Stassi and Bo because that's really important, you know? Mm -hmm. And given that it was such a small wedding and then made last minute even smaller, but, you know, <laughs> it was a very small wedding. So I, I, I was like, it's not like there's like 10 bridesmaids to distract Stassi when we're, we're getting ready. Like it's me and it's Katie. Yeah. So like I wanted to be very present, very there for you, taking pictures and just like experience it, experiencing it. But I just got, you know how nervous I get before we did shows. So I felt like I went into first show of the first leg of the first tour that we ever did mode. And I was like a fucking nervous wreck. Could you tell? No, not at all. So like I was, when I was listening to y'all's podcast, I was hearing you say this and I'm like, I don't, either, either you weren't like that outwardly or I was just so wrapped up in my own elation which is also a part of it because like there yes. was so much that I didn't recognize was going on that like <laughs> that I was so unbothered like that that whole entire day I think like the theme of the day was like unbothered like nothing could 
rattle me like or 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 put me in a bad mood like so thank god i have zero recollection of you not being present or or being nervous i was miss chaos like literally when we got to the venue i like disappeared and i was like i hope they all think i'm pooping because i was fixing my fucking nail my fucking manicure oh oh, wait i do remember that you're like i need nail polish somebody (laughs) is like Someone used to go get me red nail polish, but again, I was like unbothered. Do you know how scared I was of all things that I could fuck up on the day of your wedding? Yeah, you can't have a chipped nail. No, you can't. Disgusting, peely nails. I was so fucking angry. And of course, my manicure now is like three weeks old and it's like perfect and intact. I know. That always happens. But, um, and then I was also like really last minute because I I had what I wanted to say ready to go that I completely like dismantled it with Katie and with Christina Kelly yeah. the night before. And then Lo was like, what did you do? And I was like, fuck. So then I was like putting the pieces back together that whole entire morning. And I was also deeply hungover because like that was just the state of me the entire time. Was yeah, just I wasn't hungover one day, really. I was really pushing the envelope. It was a me problem, not well, an that, no, problem. That's because you guys stay out and don't go to sleep until like four or five in the morning. Like every yes. day, every dinner that we went to or th- event that we had, like when it was over, I was like, bye. Um, going like I'm a responsible traveler. Like you are. I get on a sky. I make sure to get on the sleeping schedule so that like I have all of the energy throughout the day to do all of the things. Like I do not stay out late. I know like how to get on another time zone you know what we i mean you guys did not not one night not. every time you guys night. went back to either your hotel or somebody else's hotel and like c- continue to drink wine till like fucking the sun came up and i'm like this, <laughs> this good for you but like that i couldn't i could never i could no. never I really, I'm, I'm not about that life. I don't like it. I don't co-sign it. I am, I, I hate when I do that. So, and I did it every, every single day. night, every, every single night. night, but I was luckily able to pull my shit together right before I was like shitting bricks before we walked down the aisle. So I felt like really chaotic and, but I will say it's kind of like when we do a show, right? You're nervous, you're frantic, but then like the second you're like showtime, microphone in in your hand or like in your face, it's like a higher power just comes into your body. It's like the adrenaline. Yeah. So that didn't happen to me. Um, But I know what you mean because every podcast tour we did, that happened to me. Like I was literally like shitting my pants, like for the first like two hours up until showtime. And like I (laughs) living in those nerves for, for two hours a day, like, you know, and then right when I would get on stage, I'm like, oh, it's like released. Yes. I, however, that did not happen to me on my wedding day. I got more, I was so not nervous going into it, not even walking down the aisle. And then once it was time to say my vows, remember I was like, you have to hold the microphone. Like I'm shaking so much that like even me holding the papers with both of my hands, I was shaking. I could be like, it was like, I could barely read them because I was just, I just felt so vulnerable. It's like, it's one thing to like public speaking and doing a podcast tour because you're like entertaining, but I wasn't there to entertain. Like I was there to, to like be, be vulnerable and, and open with my feelings and, and talk about 
the love of my life yet everyone that yet there are people watching me do it and that feels so unnatural because I'm not like one of those like gushy gushy I'm not a gushy person so like those nerves never went away the whole entire time the whole entire time this episode of taste of taylor is brought to you by grove collaborative did you know that only nine percent of plastic actually gets recycled no matter how much we put in our recycling bin isn't that crazy well at grove collaborative they believe it's time to ditch single-use plastics for good and they are right so grove carries hundreds of products aimed at replacing single-use plastics across your home and personal care routine and by 2025 grove will be 100 percent plastic free they're doing all the heavy lifting and the hard work. All we just have to do is shop at the right place, and that's Grove. So like Grove Co.'s concentrated cleaners and refillable glass bottles, they're friendly to the planet and twice as effective as the leading natural brands. It's time for all of us to switch to sustainable products for every room in your home. From laundry care to hand soaps and more, Grove has you covered with safe formulas and refillable packaging that never compromises on performance. Let me tell you a little something about my life, Okay. I have a cart because I live in New Jersey. Well, Jersey City. I live in a city. So I, and when I go to the grocery store or the drugstore, I have to bring a cart. Uh, like that's giving up on life to carry back all this heavy crap with me. So not only is it annoying for me, it's bad for the environment. And also it's really bulky. And I live in an apartment and I don't really have space for like all this mass bulk. But now thanks to Grove... It's fixed everything. I don't have to go out and lug around all this heavy stuff. I don't have to use single-use plastics. And I can throw my cart away. It's the greatest thing in the world. So I am obsessed with their ultra-concentrated liquid laundry detergent. Okay, it comes in this, like, pouch. 33 loads it has in it. It makes my life easier. And major bonus, it's good for the environment. And don't just take my word for it. Over 2 million households already are shopping sustainably at Grove. You don't want to be on the wrong side of history here, people, okay? Join me and two million other households and shop with us at Grove. Just go to grove.com slash Taylor today to get a free gift set worth up to $50 with your first order. Yeah. Plus, shipping is fast and my favorite part, it's free. So get started right now at G-R-O-V-E dot com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Again, grove.com slash Taylor. And now back to the podcast. But you guys did so good with the vows. And the thing with vows, too, is even if you're nervous, even if you're crying, all of it's endearing. You know what I mean? I I sure hope so. I sure hope so. It was so good and so special to be up there. Like, there was a moment where I was like, because I had a lot to do, right? I I was like, I have to deliver the lines and I have to keep this thing moving and I have to hold the microphone for Saucy. Like, I knew that I had jobs. And also I was like, and this wind is not doing me anything. Like I, I guarantee my hair is in every single picture covering yeah. my face. No, yeah, it's 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 <laughs> fluffing around. <laughs> but I like had to take a moment where I was like, stop and just like let yourself feel like wa- let it wash over that like you're standing in this moment and this is like the greatest most special thing ever. So thank you guys for giving me that honor. It was oh, truly you. It's like an outer body experience. I can't even explain it really. I will. I wouldn't know. I've never think, had to. I think it will come second to second to probably what it feels like when your baby's born. <laughs> I like don't really see how that could like be similar. <laughs> Everyone listening with children is like, she's fucking she, crazy and clearly doesn't have a child. Yeah. <laughs> 
But I just want to say thank you for finally letting me be in a throuple with you and Bo. It's everything I've always wanted to be in more. You've been in the throuple from the beginning. I That made zero sense. It was like we were up there having a threesome on your wedding day. Thank you so much. Truly. We're bonded in a whole new way now, though. Oh, it was so magical. But it really, I mean, it was the perfect day. Is there anything in your mind that you're like, I wish blankety blank? Um, oh, there was only one thing that, that I was like, wait, that's not how I planned it. Um, but again, it didn't like irritate me to the point where... I like it, but it, but I don't, I don't know what the, it, it was just like, that's not how I planned it. Um, because I took the playlist so seriously, the pre-ceremony playlist, yes. like I spent weeks and weeks, like weeks perfecting it, like a specific vibe, like every song was specifically chosen. So like the fact that, um, like the song that you, Bo and Rob were like coming out to, like was played for only like 17 seconds. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> This is supposed to be like a build up, like like a build up, like of an anticipation, like like we're doing the podcast tour, like you right. play the song for like fifteen seconds and to like be like oh it's happening and then the people come out and it didn't go that way, like yeah they like you got you guys got thrown out there and then they like played the song for like fifteen <laughs> seconds and it was like mm, that's weird and that just the same thing kind of happened with a Hartford and Katie song. So I was like, I, I was, I was creating a musical journey for everyone. And that was just <laughs> derailed. So uh, that was the only thing that's literally my, that was my only complaint, but it wasn't that big of a deal. I didn't care. I was just, what about so, when I didn't know who put the ring on whose finger? I don't care. <laughs> but when I don't care. Like, I think I literally audibly said in the middle of the ceremony, Oh shit. Yeah, I know. I think you did too. And I was like, you guys, I know the right finger. Like everyone listen to me. I'm always right, okay? <laughs> oh, and then afterwards, also, sorry I crashed y'all's post wedding like bonding moment. I literally was like, we're on tour. We finished the show and we did great, guys. Let's all three of us go back now to where the oh two of you are supposed oh my to God, be that's- alone. Wait, Taylor, you know, I haven't even... That is psychotic of me. Wait, hold on. Like that, I didn't realize that that was supposed to be... Okay, so like in the moment, you were the first... (laughs) This is the first time I'm even having this thought. Like in the moment, I did not think that. I didn't realize, oh, this is Bo and I's (laughs) alone time. Why are we karaokeing Wilson <laughs> Phillips right now? Um, this isn't about you. <laughs> this is about but you know. Us. But you I know. know I wouldn't have wanted it any other way. And you know, Bo and I aren't like... You're we, not. We... Uh, we live together with a baby. We, 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 we don't need any more. We don't need that extra alone time to be like, let's talk about our feelings. We don't, we don't need that. I would rather have, I would rather you be there and Feel. us singing and having fun and dancing and drinking Aperol spritzes. Like that's what Bo and I want. Okay, good. Well, cause when I went up to the party, everybody was like, where were you? And I was like, with Stassi and Bo. And they were like, Okay. Okay. I, I mean, Weirdo. I guess like that is a that is a normal response for yes. from other people. But yes. I just I hadn't thought about it like that. Oh, and then also I have to ask you. So did you hear I talked about it about Jeremiah telling me at the wedding that he's so, coming over today? Wait, he's coming <laughs> over today, and I'm gonna give him. So, well, 
honestly, a lot of people, you have to yeah. have people in the running. Of course. You know what I mean? So, but like, wait, don't tell me the story about Jeremiah. Not through, I heard Jeremiah's version. I want your version. And I, I was very, I wasn't like, I wasn't mad. I was like, well, well you I were won. chosen, so you can't be mad. Right, exactly. Well, Literally, I mean, I can always be mad all the time. I'm telling you right now, you can't be mad. <laughs> I'm the captain now. <laughs> you're okay. always, newsflash, you're always the captain. Okay, continue. <laughs> so we hadn't thought about who we wanted our officiant to be when we went to, like, go wedding hunt. When we went to Rome. Scouting. Yeah. Scouting. Wedding venue scouting. We hadn't even thought about, like, well, who's going to marry us? Like, that wasn't even a right. conversation that we had. And so Jeremiah came with us to Rome for wedding scouting jeremiah is a producer on vanderpump rules yes and he's been there since the beginning and i just i i love him bo loves him and he knows both of us so well and so well and so just one of the nights he's like so who's gonna marry like have you guys thought about who's gonna marry you guys and we were like no and we were like you could maybe like we were like you know us both really well and we were like that's like a you're like a really great option like a great option mm-hmm. and then i mean we ended up settling on you so that did you, you did no, you did you, you, you let can't. jeremiah know though did you like have to call jeremiah and say dear jeremiah no. you're going in a different direction no because it was just a convert it was like a a loose conversation you know what i mean it was jeremiah was like we were both up for the job somehow you got it over me but he was very sweet he was like honestly i was ready to be very critical of whoever took the job from me and he was like <laughs> but I couldn't have done it better than you. And I was like, I That's know, really except for the ring thing. <laughs> That's right. I don't care about the ring thing. I don't care that you forgot whatever it is. People say that you forgot. Yeah, I forget you guys. Yes, I forgot. Um, With this ring, I think yeah, like, like, we didn't I, say our vows. We didn't say like we... We didn't say like those words that you're supposed to say. I, no, I, no, no. It was like basically... At, with me as the officiant, the wedding was a fraud. <laughs> it was a performative ceremony <laughs> led by me. I can't, I'm telling you, I mean, I talked about it with Stassi and Bo, so obviously I'm fine now, but I had one night in Rome, a shameful, it was after we were up till six in the morning though. So I think mm-hmm. I was also just like shame spiraling over like what a degenerate I was and like what a loser yeah. I was and who's, who, like who stays up till the sun comes up? That's uh, like, No, I, I don't know the answer to that. I, besides uh, you guys, I, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like not even fun. Like, it's not no. fun. No, it's it's the worst feeling in the world, actually. So I was shame spiraling, and then I woke up at, like, 3 in the afternoon. I was like, ah. I woke Tay up, and I was like, I messed up. And I, like, could not. For You know what? You just, like, it's, I call it the bathos, when you just, like, yeah. you replay something a million times in your head. Yes, and then you're, you're, you, you do that you cringe. Like, oh, your your ah, body physically ah. then, yes, it cringes, and you're like, yeah, I have so many. Everyone has so many things. Like, but this is one thing you do not need to worry about, because... <sighs> Bo and I did not care, and we still don't care. We Thank were God. just so grateful to be there and so happy to be able to do this that, like, you literally could have said three sentences, and I would have been like, well, I wish you would have put in a little more work, but, like, it's fine. <laughs> like, it just, uh, we didn't care. <laughs> I put in so much work just in the wrong areas. <laughs> yeah, and in hindsight, I'm like, should have, um practiced a little bit harder on the ceremony part of it like no, the actual, you're, you're, you're being way too okay. hard on yourself okay good as long as you guys are good 
I am good. That's yes. all that matters. We look back at the whole day and every moment of the ceremony and are like, that was just like pure fucking magic. What was your favorite part? No, I hate that question. Lo made me answer that question um, on the podcast yesterday, on our podcast yesterday. And I was like, I, I, I don't, li- I, I loved every part of this day so much that I, I can't choose a favorite. It's, I just, it was one of those days that I was so present and aware the yes. whole time. Like, even, like I think back to, remember my engagement party, you flew in for it. Yes. I don't like there were so that was a blur. Bo and I barely got to see each other. We were so busy like entertaining and greeting people. I didn't yep. even get to like eat that whole night. Like it was just like a, a big blur of and I'm like, wow, I didn't even like get to like enjoy myself or have some like time to hang out with Bo. Like there was none of that. This wedding day was the opposite of that. Like I yep. felt like I was present and remember every part of it. And I didn't feel like, oh, let me go talk to this person. Now let me go talk to this person. I just like lived my best life. I truly did. I honestly, it was perfect. I hate that. I hate the P word. Okay. No, I know. But like, I couldn't have done a better, we couldn't have asked for a better day. The weather was perfect. The venue was perfect. I know there was a fear that maybe the venue would be a little bit too big for like a small wedding, but it absolutely was not. It was just like us. Like, I felt like I was an Annie and Daddy Warbucks had adopted me, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Together at last. It felt like I like was singing out on the stairs on the way to the bathroom, but it was, oh, it was amazing. It was so amazing. I didn't want to go to sleep. And I stayed up till six o'clock in the morning. I know that's the part actually you left out of the podcast with Teddy that I, I thought you guys would talk about. Which was? Which was our the fact that you guys stayed at the after party drinking wine, red wine. Red or, wine. Or ordering breakfast when the sun was coming up. Like yeah. I woke up the day after my wedding to a video that one of y'all sent me of you guys still in that after party hotel room and i'm like the sun is coming up there's red wine in their hands and they're ordering breakfast i'm gonna vom like how are they even they're not gonna be able to like function as human beings today and that i thought you would somehow put into your podcast but you didn't you left that out and so i I don't know if you were just too ashamed ashamed. yeah okay (laughs) that makes sense and i literally i mean i don't think i talked about this but I I did pick a fight with Tay on the way home. <laughs> no, you told me that. I can't remember I what you said it was you about. That. Yeah. yeah. No, I was just like, why is this? Who? What? This cannot be our brand. We? <laughs> why are we always the last people to leave a party? And like, the good thing is, is that it was with your friend Alex and her parents who are like the who fucking best. The and they are the ultimate like social welcoming people always down for whatever so like if so if, they were if like you were gonna, these meth heads out of our hotel room no they were like they that's if you if you guys were gonna stay till the sun came up any place that's where it would be yeah well i did try to leave and miss mary said no i will exactly. barricade the door and, and i believed her I, and i believe this story i believe that yes <laughs> that tracks but, I said, but like Tay was doing, I mean, I like if, if Tay and I were more simpatico when it comes to like going home, but Tay's like, she's addicted to fun. She never knows when enough is enough. And this isn't something like we, like a month ago, we were with um, Brian Kelly after like a, like a, 
a party for this um, credit card built that he's a part of. And we went back to his apartment and it was like a Tuesday. And we left at like five o'clock in the morning. I was like, what are we doing? And then, and then there was a night where Tay and I went out. I came home early because I got too drunky. And when I woke up at three in the morning, she wasn't home and I got a text from her and I thought she was like on my way home. And I was like, whatever, it's three. And she was like on my way to our friend's apartment. And I was like, you're a loser. Oh you're a God. loser and you gotta get home. I no. lost my mind. I was like a parent staying up all night long being like, if you, I mean, the rage texting I did that night, I, I went as low as to start texting her friends, rage texting other people. Okay, you you realize that like that's who I used to be before <laughs> we had a baby or before COVID because then like COVID, Bo wasn't allowed to leave anymore. Do you know what I mean? I he wasn't allowed to. But that's what our fights used to be about when uh-huh. we thought it would be I that became you. He, yes, he stayed out, out way later and I could never understand it because I just don't, I just don't enjoy it. Like I don't enjoy it. Like I'm, I'm, I have like a few hours or a certain allotted um, amount of time yeah. where like I can exert that energy and be social and then I need to retreat and 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 rest and sleep and have some like sort of person, like person like time. a vampire. Yes, exactly. exactly. And Bo isn't like that. Bo could stay out for for uh, it didn't matter how long and I that is what we would fight about and like honestly COVID was a blessing because then he didn't get to leave the house and so like I got him all to myself and then we became parents and now he he doesn't want to stay out late because a baby he knows Stat. that you do it like truly it changed him he's like no because we have to wake up and be with a baby so like why would i stay out late and i'm like well th- great i got i ended up getting everything i wanted out yeah, of right <laughs> yeah, right if you don't think that i was like saying to tay like and you want a baby you, oh, want, you want a baby i was like losing my mind but anyway we made up well i had to make up with her because i was having nightmares about fucking up the rings so i needed her to be like my friend yeah so when i totally. woke up i was like i know we we're in a fight but you have to we have to not be in a fight anymore because i ruined every- i think i was just very anxious that day when i woke up actually now in hindsight yeah and hung over deeply listen you didn't you did not ruin anything it was perfect it was amazing it was funny it was emotional it was heartfelt it was all the things that we wanted I I feel like such like it's so boring by being like it was really like the perfect day but like sorry that that's that's my truth so it is what it is and look at I I did it I made your wedding about me I did it yeah we've spent this whole time talking about you (laughs) Which I mean, I figured was gonna. <laughs> so, anything else that we want to recap about the wedding? I mean, I feel like if you guys want the full, full recap of the wedding, you got to go listen to the good, uh, the, bad, the bad, uh, the, baby. the baby, because Bo and Saucy spent two hours of doing it on, it's on just Patreon, that day, literally. So, so, like, imagine all the other hours of podcasts got, we've put out already. Like, we've we've only now made it to the wedding day and the night of the wedding, whatever. <laughs> But is part yeah. two going to be the honeymoon? Um, no, part th- part three or four. You mean there's like four million parts because we just <laughs> want to talk about every detail. But yes, obviously. Well, I just want to say congratulations. It was truly epic. And I'm not just saying that to blow smoke. Like there's lots of weddings get hella fucked up. Okay. Like I would say it's the majority where something goes wildly awry. So the fact that it was so perfect is really a testament to all your hard work and you guys so deserved it and it was just like I said it once I said it twice I'll say it a million times thank you for having your wedding in Italy because I know when you plan a destination it can feel like you're putting a burden on people yeah and it was actually the opposite like 
it was it was so fun and it was and because it was intimate I felt like I got to really know people that I've only peripherally known yeah. and it was just it was magical yeah shit worked out in the end it does shit worked out <laughs> Well, I love you to bits and pieces, and I miss you. I love you, too. Miss you, too. If you could uh, please text me when you're coming to visit next, because I, you guys keep saying you're going to give me dates, and you never do. So I'm just going to hold you accountable right here, right here, holding you accountable yes. so that you guys can text me. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I, do have, I do have to tell you about us coming out there. Oh, it's a no? Well, it's postponed. Okay. Uh. Whatever. I'm not sending you this audio. <laughs> oh, I love you. Love you too. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for letting me talk about you. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, you guys, that's it for us this week. You guys, don't forget, obviously, follow Stassi. You already do. Gajillions of people do. But if you don't, at Stassi Shorter on Instagram. And don't forget... The Good, The Bad, The Baby. They have an Instagram at The Good, The Bad, The Baby on Instagram. And of course, she has a Patreon, patreon.com slash The Good, The Bad, The Baby. And if you want all the wedding deets, and you know you do, go there and you can get all the wedding. Sasha, I love you. I love you too. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I always say it, but I'll say it again. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And uh, thank you guys for listening. Until next week, bye, girl, bye. Bye, Zs.